Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante along with Thomas Frank Carr. T. Frank, how are you doing today? You ready to talk some recruiting? Absolutely. Love to. We are going to be a class of 2023-centric show. Before we get started, just want to make an announcement. In partnership with Collegiate Athletic Travel, Keystone Sports Network offering the opportunity to travel to Auburn for the big game against the Auburn Tigers in September. Charter flight. Get to stay at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, tailgate party, a lot of great stuff. All you need to know is Dustin and I will be joining along, too, on the trip. <laughs> so we would love to have you there. You're the celebrities <laughs> on the trip, us. aren't you? Like when you go on the celebrity cruises, you're the celebrities on the trip. Well, actually, what happened is Collegiate Athletic Travel wanted to make it a celebrity trip. They asked around quite a bit and got turned down, and they ended up with me and Dustin. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that's not how it worked. We, we sat down with them. We talked about it. We're going to be doing a podcast on the trip. You'll be able to get onto the show if you want, ask a question, a lot of great stuff, even a tailgate party at the stadium. Fantastic opportunity for you. You want to know more about it, just go to athletictravel.com or you could call 800-788-4414. Would love to see you guys out there. All right, T. Frank, let's talk some recruiting, all right? All right. Um, class of 23, it was, it's been a pretty good start to the recruiting class, although there was just a decommit, Neo Avery, Started out, I guess, as a tight end, ended up as a defensive end. Now he's a decommitment. Uh, although Penn State is still in it, he hasn't ruled Penn State out completely. It's not often that a guy decommits and then recommits. Yeah. So how big a loss was this for Penn State? Um, It's not good, I would say. You know, uh, Avery is a talented athlete. He's not really, he doesn't really have a position, and that's typically what you find when you find those guys that are just athletes. He plays quarterback for good counsel, um, and then he broke his hand, so he couldn't play quarterback at the end of last season, so they put him at defensive end, and he immediately flourished, but there were still some pretty clear parts of his game that needed to improve, um, and again, with a broken hand, uh, some of those, I don't know he would be able to do this off season. That being said, he's, you know, Again, he's a great athlete. Uh, I think he's in the top. He's in the on three hundred, which is the uh, on three top three hundred players in the nation. So he he is a, he is a very good player. But transitioning to defensive end, that is a very deep position in this class. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But losing him as kind of an athlete to play where you will, somebody that's six foot five, explosive, strong, powerful runner. Um, it's it's not a great situation to be in, but he committed pretty early in the process. And unlike a player like Lamont Payne that's been locked in and recruiting for the rest of the class, he's he was very quiet, very um, behind the scenes about a lot of things, not a public recruiter. 
and it I, I think it just came down to he he wanted to continue the recruiting process unlike some of the guys that have been committed in this class for a very long time gone all, all the way to the top to Alex Birchmeyer who committed as a as a 10th grader well mentioning Birchmeyer let's jump to the offensive line quickly they've done well there yes uh, four commitments a couple outstanding players I'm sure they would take another player or two, but in summary, got to be happy with the offensive line work for this class. Absolutely. Uh, And they've got a a variety of players and a variety of, uh, I would say, profiles. Alex Birchmeyer and Javen Williams are top 50 players in the nation. Javen Williams and uh, Birchmeyer uh, are 11th in the nation is Javen Williams, and 33rd in the nation is Alex Birchmeyer, according to On3. So those guys are top 50 players, and they are everything they're built to be. Birchmeyer is an excellent football player. Um, And, you know, as far as his translatable skills to the college football level, he's probably better than Javen right now. And, of course, we've talked about Javen quite a bit with Ross Tucker on the show. I know I gave a pretty long breakdown of him earlier this offseason. I think he can play tackle. So Penn State is even secure in that area in this in this class because they've got a guy who's super athletic at 6'4", almost 300 pounds. Birchmeyer, center or guard, interior player. I don't care where you line him up. He is kind of a Landon Tangwall sort of player where I think he could play any three of those positions. And then a guy that I think is really underrated that I talked to uh, a couple months ago is Joshua Miller from Life Christian Academy in Virginia where he is powerful and big and um, knows where he needs to improve and is working very hard to improve in those areas. I think he's a guard. He thinks he's a lineman. He you know, he wants to play tackle because he plays tackle in high school. Um, so with that sort of mentality, no matter where he lines up, I think he's going to be a, a good football player because he's got good technique, good positional fundamentals. Uh, he just needs to work on a couple of things when it comes to speed and quickness to make sure he's winning most reps against most types of bodies. So I think three solid players that are going to translate and be players at the next level. And then Anthony Donko to me is the wild card. He's six foot four, three ten. He's got ginormous arms. I actually met him in person on Sunday at the Baltimore Under Armour camp and he is huge. He was the biggest. I mean, he looked like a unit out there compared to most of the other guys at the camp, but you know, talking to him afterwards, he's there to improve his pass protection. That's an area he knows he needs to get better at. Better at. He's very raw at that, and I think he's a little bit stiff. Uh, he doesn't move as well as the other guys in this class, even Joshua Miller, who plays close to 330. Um, and that is kind of where I think he's a boomer bust player of, I think he's still going to be a good interior lineman because he's very good at run blocking, and he's a very good uh, technical player, for his age, but really the pass protection has to improve. There's a little more latitude when you play on the interior. So you got three interior players, and I think a tackle in Javen Williams. So that's, I mean, mix and match all you want there. Put anyone who, wherever you want. That's a great start to that offensive line. And then the obvious place was if they want to add another premier player to this position and take five, tackle would be where I would be looking. Either way, it's a great start at offensive line for a team that needs it at that position. Yeah. Interesting position was tight end. At one point in this recruiting class, they had three guys listed as tight ends. Yep. Uh, two of them changed positions. One of them we talked about earlier, Neo Avery, who ended up decommitting. The last true tight end is Joey Schlaffer from Reading, 
But what that does, T. Frank, is it opens up the possibility for a second tight end. Talk was, and I hope I get this right, name right, Rapalia, who after it looked like the Penn State's tight end room was full, he committed to Michigan, right. but then made a visit to Penn State afterwards. What's the latest on him? Well, the latest, there is no latest, uh, and it's Andrew Rapelier, um, or Rapelier, I'm sorry, Rapelier. Uh, he is a excellent receiver. Watching his film, he is just like, wow. Now, the, the situation was they had um, Neo Avery commit, and there wasn't a third spot to have for uh, Rapelier, so... You know, 1A, 1B is how it was described to me by Ryan Snyder, my coworker, And then he commits to Michigan. Now, there's been some movement with Michigan at his positional uh, coach. So then he's taking some visits to other schools. He's going back to Michigan to visit them. And then he's visiting another school. So that's going to wrap up kind of, I think, his recruiting. Once he makes this decision, I think that would be where he stays. And Penn State has a good chance to get him. Uh, as far as all the players that have gone through the tight end room, like it is, it has been a cycling through of athletes at the position that they've just seeded into other positions. Um, but uh, Joey Schlaffer <laughs> is the guy who has stayed there almost six, six two Oh five uh, receiver tight end hybrid. I would say that Rappelier is a little closer to Joey Schlaffer as far as receiver tight end hybrid, where he had a pure athlete in, uh, in Neo Avery and then a jumbo sized athlete in, Matthias Barnwell. Uh, Rappelier, to me, route running, hands, positional skills, a little bit smaller. And I'm, I mean a little bit smaller than some of the other guys. A little more, little more finesse is the wrong word. But he's more like he's a good blocker. That's the thing. It's like he's a good blocker. He just doesn't have the overwhelming features and traits of a guy like uh, Neo Avery. So still great potential. As a as a full true combo tight end, he might be closer to an H back, but I think a good run blocker, a great receiver, I think a high floor and maybe a decent upside to him as a as a football player. So it would be another big get for Penn State, who would have five tight ends through this class at that point, including decommits. Let's shift to I'm going to lump quarterback and running back together for this reason, T. Frank. In 22 class, it was almost identical. They got two running backs, two quarterbacks. Yep. Perhaps the best quarterback in the class, perhaps the best running back in the pl- in the class, and a good second guy at both those positions. No commitments at either position yet in 23. How much does the fact that they've got such stars, I'll call them, in the 22 class affect the recruiting for the 23 class at those two positions. Well, it certainly does. It doesn't preclude them from getting a good football player. And I think that's kind of the conversation to have is, do you need volume after you've gotten two really good quarterbacks last year? Or do you need to get one? I'm always of the opinion that we don't know anything. We may think we know something about these players. So I would be taking two quarterbacks every single year, but that can obviously lead to some problems on your roster. And then you are basically saying to one of the quarterbacks, you're leaving in a year, you know, because you just can't have that sort of depth at that position with scholarship players. So, you know, every other year you've got to go get two. But I, I, you know, getting a four or five star player at that position, I think it's wide open right now. There's a couple of players at, you know, kind of on the radar, but anyone could blow up 
their senior season, and Penn State, I, I think, would consider them. J.J. Stokes, uh, or I'm sorry, Marcus Stokes out of Florida and J.J. Cole out of Iowa are the two that I've been told are kind of the, the targets in this class, but those guys kind of came out of nowhere in the last month or two. Dante Moore, he's a five-star quarterback from uh, Michigan, where Penn State has done very well at his high school. I think it's Martin Luther King. Uh, he They've done very well in Detroit, not so much lately, and he's... I think that's kind of the, the guy they would like to have, but is not going to be a part of this class because of what you just said, the five-star talent. And then Trayon Webb and London Montgomery are the two running backs. One is a local product, Trayon Webb from Trinity Christian Academy in Florida. Um, Trayon Webb had him, had Penn State in his top five, so they're going to get an official visit, and that might be the guy for this class, but we'll see. You know, Florida running back coming to Penn State, we'll see. All right, thanks very much, T. Frank. We'll pick up the recruiting conversation in our next segment. Stay tuned. There's nothing better than following your favorite team on the road. Thanks to Collegiate Athletic Travel, you can get your chance this fall as the Nittany Lions fly south to face the Auburn Tigers. Take a non-stop charter flight from Harrisburg. Accommodation included. Not two hours away in Atlanta, but at the team hotel. Transportation to and from the game is also included, as well as a tailgate party at the stadium. Go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information. This is Jim from Keystone. Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout. 